0: Welcome everyone. This is Shortchanged Games, and today I'm gonna to be talking about Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. My God, this game was fun. I just, I just got done beating it, and I, I have to like express my feelings of, of, of amazement from this game. But before I start, I'm, I'm gonna say I don't know of any other game like this. I mean, I'm not saying it's pressing any bounds because I don't, I don't know what else is out there. I haven't played every fucking game in the world, so I don't know. But for me, for me playing this, it was a very unique experience. I've never played anything like this before. And on top of that, it's couch co-op, something that's dead, It's completely dead now. Like n- no one does this anymore, and I'm I'm shocked that someone still has the the courage to release something that's that's not only like good, but it's just amazing, and it is actually a fully fleshed out experience. And thank you, Asteroid Base, for making this game, and thank you Xbox for putting this on the uh, the Xbox Store because me and my girlfriend love it. I mean, and as a free title, wow, it's. It was definitely worth the play, and I, I normally I I'll go through a game and get to a certain point, but like I feel like I've you know played most of the mechanics, experienced most of the game. And then if I don't care for it too much, then you know I'll, I'll go do and say my opinion, and do my little piece on it. But this I, I couldn't like set it down, and they don't introduce too much later on in the game, but it's just such an addicting experience. So you're in a spaceship, and the spaceship has different stations, and the different stations are turns, shield engine things like that and you utilize these to traverse the map to move your spaceship around obstacles enemies to find people who've been trapped your friends who've been trapped who will help you progress to the next level so one of the biggest challenges here is utilizing your friends or a companion if you're playing by yourself to go to the different stations when you need to and move around the world and know when to shoot where to shoot where to block incoming fire and maneuvering is actually a huge part of this. You, you, the placement of your spaceship is very, very important, vitally important. And it's really cool how they allow you to maneuver your little guy, your little player, inside the spaceship. All like, I mean, think of a Super Smash Bros. map that's that you're moving, the whole map you're moving around, a larger map to try to get somewhere. And they just did a really good job. I mean, I don't I haven't they didn't play four player. I played with my girlfriend at, alone. And it's each one has their own different experiences because depending on what people like to do, they don't want to do certain things. My girlfriend didn't want to, she didn't want to shoot the, anything. So I, I got on the turrets and I was shooting for us. But you have to maneuver back and forth, and that gets really fun. And by yourself, you only have one companion, so you have to utilize it in a very, very smart way. Now, one of the downsides to this playing by yourself is it's normally advantageous to just throw the cat. Or cat I say cat because I play with the cat. There's other companions, but you, I threw it on the shield and did all the maneuvering, shooting, and stuff like that. I'm sure there's some more advanced techniques to be able to like move around a lot because you, you can, the, the cat runs pretty quickly inside the spaceship. I keep saying cat. I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep saying cat through this whole thing. But for me, I found it easiest and advantageous to just throw the cat on the shield, use the cat to just deflect all the incoming fire, and then do all the maneuvering and shooting myself. Now, I think they could have done a better job in giving you more companions. I mean, there's a lot of buttons that aren't even utilized on the controller, so you, there's plenty of room to add more companions. NPC campaigns, non-player, whatever, and so you can use those. I think it'd be better if they did that because then I could, I, I would feel like I would be able to push the the difficulty higher because some things I just felt like I couldn't run around and do, and that was one of the problems was movement within the ship. There's a really tiny guy. There's, it's really easy to get caught on stuff because some ways to activate stations you just run across them and then you attach to them and you're on the station. So that was kind of difficult, but other than that my complaints are just very, very minimal, because, like, ah, the artwork, the level design, everything was so beautiful, and so gorgeous, and it felt like you got to explore this area, a very, very wide area at every level, so it's a little bit of exploration, you're kind of sightseeing, they did some really interesting things with, like, gravitational pulls, and suns, and uh, a lot of, like, galaxy-related items that they just thematically introduced really well in there, I mean, obviously, it's it's overly silly in the category of uh, just just childlike aesthetic and lovey-dovey stuff, but they did it so well. Like it wasn't forced. They did it. They they they, they didn't take themselves seriously. They knew it was this like overtly like ooey gooey love, and they throw it at you, and they do it in a really hilarious way. I mean, for Christ's sakes, all oh, all your companions are little cute fuzzy animals. Your your spaceship's called a, a gumball, and you as a, as a warrior, lover, you're not even called a warrior, you're called a lover. and it's, they, they do it really well, though, and it was kind of hilarious. But that's essentially the story, is you're a lover and you're trying to get back the galaxy and stop the evildoers. Not only really get back the galaxy, but there's little components that kind of hold all the evil at bay to let everyone be in this peaceful, loving world. And so you're a lover going through and fighting, a lover-fighter. It's, it's synonymous in this world. And you're doing these things to save the galaxy, there are four campaigns, and in each of the campaigns, there are five levels that to explore. And each one actually kind of has something a little bit different. They, they throw some unique mechanics, different things you're going to have to um, traverse and utilize. There's some floating, like, water orbs that you can go into and deflect enemy fire. There's points where wind, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. I know this part was kind of, didn't make too much sense, but I don't question it. There was wind in, in the little galactic area that you're traversing, and it can blow your ship one way or the other. Um, at the very end, I don't want to ruin anything, but like shit goes haywire, and you have to use use your ship in a really weird way after that. So they they throw in some very interesting things throughout the throughout the experience. And at each each end of the campaign, you fight a boss, and all of them were really well done. They all felt really unique. You just had to either be heavy on movement, heavy on attack. Like they, they just did some really unique stuff there. There's ship upgrades and st- like uh, station upgrades. A lot of stuff can go on here. And there's gyms you can collect throughout the, the game. And sh- Depending on this, it changes the station. Inherently, it still does the same thing, but the way you use it changes. So there's a power gym. If you put it on stuff, it normally just increases what it already does. There's a metal gym, and what it does is normally has some sort of slightly defensive capability. It makes like, the turrets into a mace. It's really enjoyable working with the physics, and that ah, they did such a good job on the physics too because there's a lot of things you're going to have to Utilized to move around get to certain places and fight certain enemies and they do it in a really interesting and unique way that I've I've never seen because I haven't really played a game like this before also like I said before the art is really gorgeous Uh, my girlfriend noted that it's a very simplistic look to it but what they do with the colors and the color scheme is very very engaging it's very very pretty on the eyes of how they do it and the music my god this music the soundtrack is something that you know you can buy it on, on on its own because people love it so much and it's a really well done soundtrack gets intense when it needs to get intense very relaxing when it needs to be relaxing and overall they nailed this experience and i i hope there's more games by them by this company by asteroid base because i love it i mean even even like some downloadable content i will pay you some more money if you want to make something else for this but i do have to go on a little bit of a soapbox here I, if, if you if this is all you want to see is about the game, then you're good. And that's it. You can leave. I don't care. But this is something I have to talk about, and that is the couch co-op experience. This is the first time I've played a couch co-op game with my Xbox One, I think. I have played Halo with someone else on the, the game, but other than that, I can't really think of anything. Any game that was built from the ground up. I shouldn't say from the ground up for Xbox One, but was sold just on the xbox one as its own standalone experience that is meant to be played as couch co-op it is meant to be played it's you're it's not advantageous to play with the like npc character that you can utilize that it's not very good for you because you're actually at a you're at a disadvantage there so playing with other people it's and the more you play with the more fun it becomes i'm assuming i, I haven't played with four people i don't have that many friends leave me alone but that that needs to be there like why aren't there more experiences like this and while this was really fun on its own right like it was just a really relaxing enjoyable game i want something more deep with a the narrative there was like borderlands 2 i mean say what you will about gearbox now but borderlands 2 was an amazing experience a narrative experience you could play with your friend and or even halo 2 halo 3 halo 4 like halo 1 all the halos really but just something you can play with other people like why isn't this a bigger thing why haven't it just baffles me i I feel like this space is becoming less social and that's what really drew me into playing video games in the first place is that you would sit around tv with a friend and play games together it's a very social experience a very engaging experience and you built friendships that way this is going away this is a a dying trend in gaming that it's really sad board games have it right and i don't i'm not a board gamer but i've seriously thought about just dropping everything and go playing board games finding a group and doing that because it's a more social experience. You have multiplayer, you have online, but it there's a difference. I don't know how to explain it, but being physically there and present is so much more enjoyable than just having it online. You, I don't know what it is like because afterwards you can go hang out, eat some pizza, do whatever. But that was what drew me into gaming. That's what I want from video games still. If if there's a company out there who can make something like this. For this new age of gaming, but narrative-driven, a large, larger experience, I, w- I would love you so much, and I would give you so much money. So I just looked through a list really quick of all the co-op games on Xbox One, and there's there's quite a few there. Don't get me wrong. Now the scores are fucking low, the <laughs> or just the games aren't heard of. No one knows what the hell they are. We need more AAA titles. I I give I give props to Call of Duty for this. Call of Duty still does this. They still allow the single player campaigns. I don't know about the, the most recent one, but the past three all can be played with someone else. Battleborn, you can say what you will again about Gearbox. At least they allow you to fucking play with someone else. But that's that's my rant. I mean it's it's sad. It's really sad. I, I love this industry. I love what it can do, and I love playing with other people. I love experiencing this this industry and this these works of art with other people. And it's really hard now, it's really hard to do that. It's one of the reasons I like doing this is because, you know, I get to talk to people. I get to engage with other people. I just want a more social experience out of my gaming. And I think I'm going to go try some more games out. But that's all for me. If you like the video, give it a like. If you really like it, think of subscribing. If you want to engage in the conversation, extend. Tell me what are what the games out there that, that are good, that are couch co-op games I can play with my girlfriend. I would, I would love to hear that. What like What you've played, if you care about this part of the industry. And that's it for me, so I'm out.